Let's Roll. This is Counter Charge, your podcast for all things Kings of War. as they delve into the world of Mantica and bring you in-depth coverage of all things Kings of War. Welcome to Counter Charge. I'm Rob Finoff, and today we've got a quick one for you. We recorded an interview with Hank at Living Legends, and Hank is, has invented this new tech where essentially there's sound effects and the ability to record damage all in the base, and it's totally cool and totally amazing. And so we thought, hey, check out the pics on the Facebook page, and then listen to this, and you can kind of get a feel for what went into this crazy contraption he's created. Rob here. I am with uh, Hank. Hank, where are you from, Hank? Uh, Arlington, Texas. Arlington. Does that make you a Jeff Swan disciple? Um, I don't know about a disciple, but he's he's taught me quite a bit. So, what armies do you play? Uh, right now, I play dwarves. You play dwarves. Yeah. I know I've seen these dwarves that you painted that are beautiful. I've seen them on what fanatics, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, what's the model range you're using for these Brock riders we're looking at? Uh, these are Reaper. Yep. Um, the guy on top is also Reaper, and then this is a uh, Privateer Press Narhorn Seder. Yeah. And what are we losing for the base? What's what's the texture and stuff? Is it cork or is it? Um, so this is actually just a mixture of sand and tile grout, and yeah, some bark for some, some bark. Rocks. Yeah, just to build up the. Te- so it's basically a, sl- a hill coming down, right. and you've got them kind of unbridled yeah. over the top. Yeah, because you have the cutout for this. I so. see. But what we're here to talk about is you've got some new tech that you know we've seen LEDs before. We've seen you know just display board signs that are you know LCD screens but this is the newest thing why'd you create this this um, is insane so so you know I always played around with bases trying to get stuff that's a little more modular um, so I could use things yeah um, without tying it into like troops and regiments and stuff like that but I wanted them to kind of together and so it's just been this kind of evolution um, and then I went to Lone Wolf, and I'm really, really bad about moving my dice, like forgetting to move my wounds. You're trying with, to, you, the unit goes away, then whose dice my, are those? With what? my units, you know, yeah. and there was actually a couple of times in that tournament where um, I'm like, well, where are my wounds? Like, right. how many were on this? And so I started thinking to myself, I got kind of bored. Um, it was a slow time at work. and So so, so this is the, what happens when you are bored? Yeah, well, you know, I had friends that always screwed around with microcontrollers and right. stuff. And I've never done that, so let's give that a try. Because I do, um, like, database coding and scripting and stuff like that for, for a living. So. so why don't you describe the end result, and then we'll kind of back up and figure okay, out so, like, the pieces. So I decided, okay, how can I um, do something that can count loons? And so I started off with this one base that had, like, those little, like, clickers, you know, where you can just count, like, your reps on them. So you, like, built it into the base, integrated, you're like a, yeah, had like a, a dial magnet, and just a little it. magnet with the, uh, yep. the electrodes, where it just kind of clicked on for the power, your, and um, it was kind of clunky and stuff, I'm like, yeah. this really isn't going to work that well, and if you take it off, it lose power, and you'd lose right. all your counts and stuff, plus healing. Yeah, and then you got to go back. You, you, and it only counts up, so there's really no way to, to heal it. Right. So... I posted that on Fanatics quite some time ago. and What was um, the response on Fanatics? They thought it was kind of cool, but they had some pretty good feedback. And so I took that. I'm like, well, this this is... The more I played with it, the more I'm like, this is really just not that feasible. It's kind of garbage. You right. Know, it's not... Um, how are you going to see the wounds and stuff? 
And so I got this really hairy idea that, hey, you know, it would be cool if I had like an LCD on there. Yeah. And a friend of mine was like, well, why don't you make it wireless where you can control it from a tablet or something? Right, then you don't have to mess with it. And then I was like, I'm not sure that's even possible, you know, to fit something like that. And then so I started looking at microcontrollers and I found um, some that had, you know, the Wi-Fi stuff built in. I'm like, well, let's play with this. And before I knew it, I mean, I had a working prototype probably within a couple of days. Right. My wife my wife didn't like it because, you know, I had a couple of Saturdays where I was just sitting there for eight hours that blown by. <laughs> you got your soldering iron going, your and, uh, you coding. Just, just writing code on the computer. Um, so yeah, this is, uh, this is still a prototype, so I'm gonna simplify it because right now it takes about seven hours to solder everything together because I actually etched my own PCB boards for it too. For um, all the, the tracks so, and stuff. Why don't we describe what you've got? So it looks like, is that a 3D printed case, basically? Yeah, so the the base is actually designed in Tinkercad in this 3D printed. Um, the, the housing for the electronics is actually your standard regiment, yep. infantry regiment size. And it's built so that you can put it with any regiment. Right, so you, you got it magnetized to a top plate, basically. Yeah, so you can move it between any units that you want. You could put um, two troops on top of it for a regiment. Um, anything and you can um, well it's programmable so you can put it in program mode where you can connect directly to it without the brains if you need to so like when you first like flash the chip you can yep. do that um, if not if it's already connected you can go through and um, to the config page but anyways long story short it's configurable you can set it up for any unit so once you build one you can use it between the different armies and right. stuff so, so why don't you talk us through what went into building this thing? Because this is, uh, you said six hours, but there's got to be more than that because you probably well, thought about it for a you while. You know, I started with, um, well, writing a lot of code and breadboards, you know, getting all the electronics and stuff hooked up. I had to do a lot of tutorials because even though I write code and stuff, I don't know a lot about electronics in general particularly like how to step down your voltage and step up voltage and stuff like that. So, I mean, I had to do quite a bit of research before I actually got really into it. And then I had the microcontroller that I basically for a month or two just wrote code to test like connecting and writing stuff to databases and stuff like that while I waited for all the electronic parts that I thought I needed to come, you know, from China, <laughs> which took, you know, a month or two. Um, and then yeah, I just uh, I just con continued to play with it. And originally, it was just wounds and healing and showing um, the wounds and stuff on the back. And I got I got this idea um, too because I, I always like to push myself. I'm like, well, can I make it play music? And so I found an MP3 player, you know, that that's pretty small that fits in there. So every time you heal it or wound it. Um, it actually plays a different sound clip from an SD card that's actually embedded in the base there. And you're just doing like an MP3 or you know, a WAV file? Uh, it'll play WAV or MP3. Nice. Yep. And it's got a charging port How's too. It so off? Is it just? Yeah. So you just. Um, you just got to kind of cattywonk it like on the corner. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, and you know I had to step up a little extra magnets here because this warped a little bit. Right. Well, 3D printing only gets you so far, right? And then you have the, the SD card. Oh, it's removable? Um, yeah, so the SD card. So you can play different sounds. So you can, you can load up different sounds, yeah. You put six... You're six fine. on here, so the first yeah. the first three that go on there are your wound sounds, and then the last three are your... So yeah, we should mention, it gives sound effects when you're charging, when you're taking damage, you can program it to do all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah, so let's see here if we... Come on, you're not boy! 
That's it's, awesome. It's all Warcraft three. Like, yeah, yeah. No, that's stuff, great though. Know? That's great. And then uh, yeah, when you who. That's more like it. So, and I should mention, there's some buttons actually on the device itself, yeah, so, so and that's how it, you actually add wounds or take wounds away. Yeah, so you can do it manually. Um, everything runs through the Raspberry Pi, but for instance, if you don't have the database back in that goes to boot up and can't connect, you'll see a little asterisk here that lets you know it's not connected to anything. And right. Then, and then you just use the buttons. Right. For, for counting your wounds. Right. Um, and you can log directly into it with this as well. But if you have like 12 units, I mean, you, right. yeah, it's not feasible. So if you don't have the brains, you can just use it by itself. And what's the plan? What's the next step of this? I know you so, said it's a prototype. So I mean, are you going to get some boards actually printed? or? Yeah, so well, I looked into that. It's just it's really expensive. I can simplify this um, where I can etch them. I want to try to get it down to about two and a half, three hours. Um, you can't see it underneath here. There's another controller. Um, because I didn't have enough I.O. pins on here. Right. And that's like, I think, 16 solder points. It's a lot of work. There's a lot of crap, like... Yeah, well, you're packing a lot of, lot of electronics in, in a very small, yeah, and the, confined the, space. And the bad part about that, too, is if you're not careful, it, it works, and then all of a sudden it doesn't, and you got to short somewhere, and then you spend like another three hours, <laughs> you know, kind of dissecting one piece at a time until you Absolutely. find where the short is. Absolutely. So the long-term goal for this is um, I think I'm going to go down, I might go down to two buttons. I might leave the third one for the waiver. I might do some kind of button combo here. Just the two LEDs, because I really overcomplicated this because I was building a Trident Realm army, you know. And so I I got the lights for the water, and then once you get to, like, within seven, like, it goes from one color to another color, let you know you're getting close to hitting their nerve, and then red for waver. And I just don't need that for dwarves, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I did away with I'm gonna do away with environmental LEDs on this. Right. Um, you'll have options in the configure. You can still turn it yeah. on, but I want to simplify it so it's about a three-hour build. And, and then what's um, the plan? Are you gonna you want to sell these? Uh, I, I really I don't think so. There's just so much too time. much work. You wouldn't get your money it's, out of it. Yeah. It's so it's really, more of a hobby kit where maybe you can you can eventually get to a point where you can teach somebody to do it with a blog post for me it's it's passion it's it's a love of mine it, you know i like tinkering i like building stuff um i i hate sitting idle what kind of printer so. did you use to do the base it's a a10 and e pla a net e10 um yeah it's, it's pla yeah. filament i should have gotten a different one the cr10 because the one that i got is giving me some problems and stuff but right. it, it does well enough it for, did all right for what i needed to well especially since you're not building models or right? trains yeah so, so are you happy with it? You know, I, I really, mean, I guess not I if really you're going to tinker with it and you want to... I really am. Um, this one is actually a little annoying because I think... This is one I have to figure out with the other ones. I think it's uh, the little power inverter. This boosts up to 5 volts right? to run the, the amp for the right. music. But it's cheap. You can hear the... Yeah. You can't hear that high-pitched stuff in here. But well, not especially far away from the But team. when you're... Um, when you're playing to, um, someplace that's quiet or like when I were at Jess, you could hear it sometimes. Yeah. So I, I got to figure out exactly where that's coming from. If it's just unique to this one piece, that's bad because, I mean, if you have like 12 units like that. That would be annoying. Down, it would be yeah. Or even when you're working on it and stuff, if you're having so, to turn it on to test it and stuff. But yeah. Um, so the next thing would be to get a bunch of them, and then I have to, I mean, make sure that the brains can handle, you know, 12 to 15 connections at one time. So I might have to upgrade the, it might be that I have to retire that and just use it for the database section right. and hook up an actual um, access point to it that can. Right, handle. a real access point. 
Um, so, I mean, that's yet to be determined. It works great with one, two bases. I think I've had three total yeah. hooked up to it. Um, and it worked all right. So, yeah, only time will tell. Well, we're right. standing here with Josh Smith, who's playing in his first real big tournament. And this, this is pretty cool looking tech. Why don't you give us your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's pretty dope. Uh, I've never seen anything like this before. Like, for real, this is like next level stuff. I would buy these, like, 100% if you were ever sell these, or or I would read the blog and try to make my own. Yeah, I think um, everything together, they're, they're roughly about $15 to $20 a base. Right, but labor. That's the, the right Yeah, now I mean, that's just materials. Yeah, yeah, the so most labor's e- worth the, the... The most expensive part's the battery. The battery, right. um, even the cheaper batteries from, like, China and stuff, they're still about $5 a piece. Right, and how long is it? I'm assuming it lasts a long time. So I changed one out. So here's the, the downside. Um, I had a... A battery meter that I could put in here it'd be a little cramped and those are about ten dollars a piece the cheapest I can find so it really ups the cost but I would be able to program it to tell me how much is left right but I decided against that because of the cost yeah you know well I mean honestly the rechargeable batteries right so yeah so based off of just the battery capacity and I've hooked this up through the USB and ran it um, and it uses roughly about 50 milliamps per hour yeah so it's, you, it's really tiny. And how big's the battery? I mean, so I can run this off the battery for about 10, 10 to twelve hours. Right. So really, you so, can do a day of tournaments. Yeah. So I just I just changed the battery this morning just to be on the safe side. But I played with it all day yesterday. Yeah. 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 So what is the point of this? Uh, this boy. is actually the charge port, so you can actually plug it in and charge the battery directly oh, in here without without removing it. Yeah. So yeah, it's got the. And this actually has, I put this in here for charging because it has the um, a protection in it so that you don't overcharge the battery. That's awesome. Yep. If, yeah, if you overcharge the, the lithium-ion batteries, it can, it can be bad. So. Well, Hank, thanks for uh, chatting with us about this awesome new tech. Did you post the final picture yet? Um, you know, so I posted my... I, we saw, I saw the models. And everyone started asking, uh, why does it have a USB port on it? Yeah, yeah. You know, so I haven't I haven't actually posted any pictures of the back or anything. That's awesome. Like that. I think some other people in the tournament might have already. Yeah, yeah. Well I know we did on a countercharge page. So we posted some and people were like, What the hell is this? Yeah, I'm excited to see a whole army. The the I guess the biggest challenge coming up is gonna be what to do with individuals, right? Yeah. So, and right now you can actually read from your phone what's what the thing says, right? Yes. So when's yes. the next where your pl- opponent can have an app and they can see the damage on all of your units? Um, you know that actually would be pretty easy I, I hear I hear it's a thing man it would be really easy to do that you could charge a buck for it too um, I mean it, it would just be like another web page so all they have to do is connect to the Wi-Fi right. or whatever and then give them the web page that they can and go to and it would just pull the stats and boom it just pull the stats from from the database and they just that's refresh fantastic. it every time so I think that's a some next level stuff right there. I mean, that, yeah, it'd be kind of cool. But the individuals, um, yeah, how are you? So, so this works now, great for regiments and I guess maybe even troops at some point. Yeah, so for right now, for troops and probably monsters, I could probably cram all this into 75 by 75 if I got creative enough. But for the individuals and stuff, obviously, there's an issue there. So, I was thinking to start off with um, just building an actual page for them where it's yeah. checked on the phone and you still have to do some dice and stuff like that um, but I was playing around with seeing how I could simplify it because this is the microcontroller here yeah. but that black spot right there is the actual chip Right. so if I could build something for that with just minimal buttons and maybe a smaller battery maybe I can build like just a little a little piece yeah. you know that's 
about what 50 millimeters by 20 just millimeters. big enough to hold that and you know about so five. yeah that you can move around with yeah. it well that's a whole other thing too right if, the, if it won't fit in the base it can certainly be external to the base mm -hmm. and it's going to say that it could say the name of the unit so you know whose it is yep so but i think for right now that's just that's going to be so much time and stuff right I'm, now you're focusing on this i'm focused on that and i'm probably just going to write um, a, a page a custom page for individuals where i can yeah it'll load on the phone it'll look just like this right um, and then yeah i can put dice down for that's awesome so thanks for taking the time chatting with us no problem that's Pretty awesome thanks for listening and we'll see you next time on counter charge please let us know what you thought of the show by emailing us at counterchargepodcast at gmail.com on twitter at countercharge15 if you enjoy the show you can help others find out about it by leaving positive reviews on itunes until next time keep countercharging music is a composition of kevin mcleod and is licensed under creative commons